Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio, where we are always daring to be different. Get ready, get ready, get ready to be inspired. Let's get moving toward our goals. And here to make that happen is our host, Yaya Diamond. Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. We are daring to be different, always daring to be different. My goodness, I am so excited about everything that is going on with Dream Chasers Radio. I want to thank you for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio right here with me, your host, Yaya Diamond. I am a life coach. Uh, Recently started blogging and doing all kinds of different things, health coaching, wellness coaching, um, Oh, my gosh, we are expanding here uh, to do some blogging and paid blogging and just uh, a lot of different things. So press releases, um, targeting, marketing. I mean, we're doing a lot of different things over here to make sure that we continue this, to strive to help each other out. And Dream Chasers Radio is here for you. I am excited, definitely excited. Um, So you're listening to us on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio in Northport, Florida, as well as Bomb Baby Radio in New York City at times. Uh, We are not on that station as much as we like to be, and we're trying to rectify that by maybe sending out some audio. But we are always on iTunes, iHeart, Google Play, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify. You can find us anywhere on the net. Um, Wow. Wow. I have just I have just started to reinvent Dream Chasers Radio and that's what this program is about today. It's about how to restart a bad beginning. Um I'm not gonna say that Dream Chasers Radio had a bad beginning. I'm not gonna say that because we didn't. We never had a bad beginning. This was never a bad start. But it was always something that I just wanted to do on the side. And like I said before, I didn't really think about making any money. But I'm going to tell you right now that we did make some money to keep the station up in the last few years, which is great because it runs itself. But I'm really looking forward to taking this to the next level, not just for myself, but for everyone that's been on the station and for everyone that's going to be on the station. I'm excited. Today we have wonderful guests for you, musicians. We have a celebrity, uh, what is it, a celebrity um, plastic surgeon, Dr. Miami, will be on the show today. And uh, I'm just excited about everything. I don't know. I mean, we have been contacted by different people to feature different people. And today, <laughs> today, I signed my agreement to be the voice on a just put it this way, I can't really say what it is yet, but it is going to be a cartoon, and it's going to be really cool. It's going to be one. It's going to be in conjunction with one of our former guests right here on Drew Chase's radio, and I'm excited to be a vocalist, a, a voiceover part for one of the characters in the movie. Ah, I think it's either a movie or a sequel, or it's comedy uh, series, uh, comic series. I'm excited. I'm definitely excited. It's going to be my first. Um, I have so many voices that I can use. 
And so when I was little, my mom always told me, you know, you're such a comedian. You're so funny. I used to put on shows in the front room, in the living room, in the kitchen, wherever I could catch him. I just, I, I just put on a show with so many different voices. I am, I'm going to be able to actually use those voices now that I have been so just playing around with so many years. And so I'm excited about it. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm just excited. Oh, wow. This is, you know, a dream come true. So how do we start a bad beginning? I'm not going to say again, like I said before, that this is a bad beginning, but it's more of a beginning for me because I have built this this dream. Dream Chasers Radio has been built on a solid, I mean, we're talking like every inch of it has been filled. If you're talking like solid concrete dug, like 10 years of digging just to put what I want to put on top of it, to handle it, imagine digging 10 years by yourself, just digging 10 years every day. That's what it was. That's what I did. And so how to restart and how to start uh, and, and how to reinvent yourself, I think the first thing is just to not, just to not badger yourself in. You know, we, we tend to be so badgered in and, and, so, and so critical on ourselves that we can't progress. We can't, we can't move forward. And so this PDF will be coming out on how to restart a bad beginning it's actually going to be a PDF that I'm going to go ahead and and construct and get out to you guys. Um, so be on the lookout for that. And also the um, the last PDF that I did that was free will be only free until the end of the week. So you can go on yayadiamond.com. Let me go ahead and make sure I'm saying this right. Yayadiamond.com. And when you go to yayadiamond.com, just go to the store. So Yaya store. And go down, you'll see Raising Your Standards. It's going to be a free PDF download. And when you go ahead and you get that, you just you, you hit checkout. It's totally free. And you don't have to pay a dime for it today. However, it will be up on the Amazon store for 99 cents. And that 99 cents will go back into the business. You know, I'm not looking to like break the, break the, you know, (laughs) break the bank on it. But at the same time, I'm not going to get rich on it. I just want to make sure that when we only have one free PDF up at a time. So the next free PDF will be how to restart a bad beginning or how to, you know, build on the foundation that you've built for so long. So, you know, when we talk about building this up, building your business, getting everything done, you know, I am going to be really, really upfront and frank with you. There is nothing out there that I have checked, I have looked, I've seen every, I've seen a lot of YouTube videos and instructional videos. I've taken courses. I'm certified in this. I'm certified in that and getting this and getting that and always studying and never moving forward only because there is nothing out there for me to get. Think about it. What is holding us back? Our own ideas are different than the ideas and the startups and the people that have done it before. So I think that everyone has their own beginning, and I, I, don't, I don't relate to too many people 
when it comes to starting up. And so I think, you you know, this, this, this how to restart a bad beginning or how to build on the foundation that you've built on, that you've, you've uh, established. So, so how to, I'm going to write that down, how to build on your foundation. Business-wise, we all have our individual talents and skills and things that we could do. And so with those talents, with those skills and the things that we could do, a lot of times we, I find that I don't relate to anybody. Where do I begin? It's so big. It's so vast. Do I do a YouTube video? Do I do this? Do I do that? I really don't know. So where do I begin? So I have this medium here, Dream Chasers Radio, has been on the air for 11 years, and probably more. I'm really not sure how long Dream Chasers has been on. Um, I'm going to check right now because I want to make sure that I'm talking, you know, not out of my memory here because, you know, a lot of times we think we have done uh, – things for so long and we really have gone a lot longer. Let me check and make sure that Dream Chasers Radio, I'm going to go into my back office here and check to see when I started Dream Chasers Radio because I know that the back office tells me the date that it, or the year that it started. And I'm I'm telling you the foundation on this is immense. I mean, immense. Um, okay. So we started November 29th, 2017. So we're coming up on 12 years of Dream Chasers Radio. 12 years of podcasting, guys. 12 freaking years of podcasting. Oh, my gosh. November 29th, 2007, I came on the radio. That is amazing. And with all those years, I never really once thought about, about expanding Dream Chasers Radio. It's always been about what and the interviews and just getting content out to people and making sure that I'm, you know, feeding not only myself, but I'm feeding everybody else around me. And I never thought that this would be 12 years in the running. I'm excited. And I want to, I'm just typing this in because I'm just, I am, wow. If you go up on Dream Chasers Radio on Facebook, you will see um, that we always try to post the relevant content and things like that. Um, building on your business, on your foundation, or restarting a bad beginning, never really putting yourself down because, you know, we have to back, we, we, we have to backtrack, we have to bounce back from, from the things that happen. I mean, you know, we're already trying so many things. We're trying to sell, we're trying to promote, we're trying to uh, do social media, we're trying to do videos, we're, we're trying to uh, create more content and, and, get, and get our T-shirts and get our hats. And, I mean, there's so many different things. And how many, people's doing, how many people are doing that in your business? 
I'm going to let you know right now that Dream Chasers Radio has been maybe a one or two person uh, vehicle since the beginning. Mostly one, and that one is me. So with that in mind, I understand a small business person. When do we have the chance or the finances to really expand and hire out? It's not always that easy to hire out. It's not always that easy to move forward. And so we're going to go into our interviews today, but in between our interviews, I'm going to talk about those ways of restarting that bad beginning or how to build on the foundation that you've built up uh, and, and how to go up instead of going out and always trying to create a foundation that's already pretty much solid, and now it's time to build up on top of that foundation. You know, get, you know, we all have things we have to do, and I'm going to tell you right now that if you don't go after your target audience, you will fail. Who, who is your target audience? Well, who do you want to talk to? Who do you want to appeal to? Are you a, a rap artist? Do you want to appeal to people who like rap music? What age? What what what? You know, female, male, United States, London, England, UK, Africa. Where do you want to go? What? Who do you want to target? You know, you have to be very specific with these things, and that's going to be one of the, the reasons why we we don't always succeed. And again, I have I did I haven't really checked the day, but I can't believe that November twenty ninth, two thousand and seven, I got on the air with Dream Chasers Radio, and we've been going for almost 12 years now. And now, and now is when I look at this as a vehicle by which we can do concerts, we can do uh, different kind of events where we have conferences, we can do, uh, you know, um, certifications and things like that. I mean, I'm looking at this as a bigger vehicle by which we can do more for our listeners and also our people that come on to grab some of those people. You know how many talented people that we have that come on this station to talk about what they do? I need to grab some people. We need to really be doing this. And if you're interested in doing it, don't hesitate to hit me up at info at yayadiamond.com. That is info at yayadiamond.com. We're going to take our first guest. I am so excited today. I am so excited how to restart or how to build on the foundation that you've already built. Here we go. Our first guest today. Thank you so much for calling in. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. This is Dula KP, I am an actual hip-hop artist or actual business owner. I own Venus Boy Entertainment as well as Countryside Records, which, you know, is part of Venus Boy Entertainment. Uh, Venus mm-hmm. Boy Entertainment also includes uh, a clothing line, which is for pretty girl for the women. It also includes uh, a hip-hop urban type of wear, which is called Hustlers Nation, which is also a conglomerate mixtape where a lot of artists can get on a platform and we use that to try to work with a bunch of artists. We also have a book. Uh, Venus Boy actually also has a book out, which I wrote, which is called Trap, which we also try to make a movie, so it includes Venus Boy films. So it's just a bunch of different things up on the Venus Boy Entertainment. My gosh. And, you know, I, would, we, I was just talking about that, just talking about that. The business owner, like the one person that you are doing everything. Just this is what we do. This is what we do. This is what we do. This, and I just said that. I just said congratulations on everything that you've done so far. How did you decide to do? You know, to get it. Was it just like one thing at a time? It just kind of happened a little bit at a time, or was it something that you had planned and everything just kind of went forth all at once? 
Um, I think it was everything all just planned, but just step by step. Um, like I said, as far as the music side of it, I've been performing since I was six. Like my first show mm. came when I was like first grade, so it kind of mm-hmm. just kind of led me there. But then I used to write poems. So before I actually started writing music, I was writing poems, and that's always always been a writer. I went to school when I got a mm-hmm. uh, degree was in. I was trying to go to be an English teacher, but so I kind of picked up on that and had a degree in education. Well, English is, uh, and then came back into the psychology major, so writing was a part of it. So, but I always knew I wanted to do do music, and then music just opened up the door for other things. So, uh, the clothing line came about just because you know just listening to uh, the music, and it was inspiring to like, okay, well, you know, you gotta have a brand. You can't just think music gonna put you over the top, especially when things is changing. You always wanna, you know, oh yeah. You know, expand your, uh, you know, your things and what you have to doing so you don't stay settled. But the, the mm-hmm. movie, which before it became a book, was actually a movie script. You know, I just took the time, like, I'm going to do a movie. You know, I said, I feel like I can do that. And then um, I didn't have the means of actually making the movie, so we ended up turning it into a book. So we were like, okay, well, at least we had a book. We still had the original script. So once we are able to finance and fund the movie, then we'll put the movie together. So, But everything was mm-hmm. kind of... Follow, follow. So I already had plans, ideas of always what I want to do as an entrepreneur. You know, I may even think about my own liquor brand, and you know, anything that I can do to just keep expanding the Venus Blue Entertainment, do the KP brand. Mhm, mhm. Now, you know, being that you are, I mean, you've done so much. Being that you've done so much, what has it been for you? Like the the hardest part of, I think, people going through this whole process of getting their own business and doing their own thing is when do you move forward? How did you learn that, okay, this part is completed. Now I need to move to this part. Um, It it just, just, you have that, that feeling, like I say, when you see something that you've done, most people are fed uh, a fear of failure. they like, um, if it don't pop or blow and it's a failure and ideas always been you fail if you don't try. So even if you mm-hmm. try, it's still a success because you learn um, to do certain things a certain way. So uh, I feel like once I've seen uh, poems get published and I've seen me able to put music up on, on mainstream sites and I have followers and fans, and then once I've seen, you know, me appear in the movie because I've actually been in the movie called Spoken Word, and then I was like, okay, once I start seeing these certain things, it allowed me to let me know, well, yes, you can do any and everything you're capable of doing that you set out to do. As long as you try, it's going to be, you know, something that you can complete and make success. So I'm always been a person that if I try to do it, like I pulled off award shows, it was good the first time we even came back and did it again the second year. With me not even actually ever attending one, just watching it, and I pulled it off. So this thing with me just saying if I can, if I can try, I can pull it off. So. Wow. And now, okay, so – you're a rapper. You're a business owner. You have your own clothing line. Uh, what else? I mean, I'm just trying to catch up. Uh, uh, no, no problem. Like I said, I, I have a book out right now. It's on Amazon Kindle and as well as an actual other site. It's, it's called The Trap. So I'm actually an author. Um, like I said, I wrote the script. So we just waiting to try to put things together. It's just also, like I said, with Venus for Entertainment, we just do it events and other things like I said, I did the award so the call the balls award. So it's just in and everything that can deal with entertainment part of it. Trying to do my own mm. record, which I actually trying to, you know, brand that as well. So anything and everything. So you're adding um uh I, I guess um you know, 
you're going to put the movie together and you're going to be the What do you are you going to be the actor or are you going to be the uh, producer uh, I, or I, I would definitely say since I've been in the movie called Spoken Word, I think I can can play a role in it. Of course, because it's kind of funny. A lot of the events happened after I wrote the movie and the wrote the script is like when I wrote the script, it started happening. So I I kind of feel like something that I've actually been through. So I can play part of the character if not. Uh, you know, a supporting character or the main character, I can actually pretty much see myself playing it, but I don't have to be in it if it's a, a way to get it out. We get some actors, you know, I'm, I'm more of a behind scenes guy, so I can be the producer, the director, because it's my vision to see it, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Now, I, I mean, you have a YouTube channel, you have a website, you have a Facebook page. I saw all of that already. You know, what is it like to to do all of these things and see all of this come like your ideas to just come into reality. What 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 is that like for you? Um, it, it's, it's huge. Uh, like I say, it makes you want to feel like you accomplished some things, and, and like I say, it just makes you want to do more and grasp some more and let everybody know, like, hey, if you believe in yourself, you can always achieve anything. You know, anything is possible as long as you believe in it. Don't let nobody tell you you can't do it. So once you see it, it's like, wow, I did that. I know I can do something else. Now I believe you just give you more belief in yourself to 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 move forward because you're on platforms where people that you actually idled or looked up to on. So you're like, well, wow, they, I'm really there. So you just give you just mm-hmm. more, more and more confidence to say you can keep doing more things. Wow, and I I have uh, here in the background I have Bay. Um, yeah. Do you write all your music? Yes, I pretty much write every every song. Mm. And what I mean, you know, when you're writing and when you're putting things together, what's going through your mind? I mean, do you have something that you're focusing on? Uh, it, it just de- depends on the the, the situation or the mood. Like, if I'm in the studio. And a, and, a, and a beat come on, it's how I'm feeling, or it may be due to some of what I've seen earlier that day or what's going on at the time. Like when we we did the Just Us song, of course, you know, situations were going on with the police brutality and things that which I was just sitting around and I heard some on the news, I ended up winning the right. And when I did walk so nasty, it was I was at the job, I seen somebody walking like a, a woman because I'm, I'm big on women empowerment. And I feel that all women mm. can be models, so it's just that she was actually like walking like she was ripping the runaway. That's how I came about with that. So I mean, it's just whenever mm. I'm seeing, feeling, or hearing at that time what's going on around me, the surroundings. If I'm going to the studio and I hear music, I can end up putting it to it. So that's what I base everything on. I don't, and I'm also pretty like say a storyteller. I grew up on storytelling with music, so I feel like when you put together music, you want to tell a story so people can visualize it and see it. So. Mhm. Mhm. You know, when you think about the social media and the change in the music industry, because you said that there's, you have to do something different now. I mean, it's just the way that things are going. What, I mean, what did you, I mean, how did you adapt? Did you have some changes that you needed to make? Uh, yeah, because, you know, with the early stages of me doing music, like I said, because I actually was around to see, you know, a lot of the changes. We were going, you know, hand in hand. Versus now you you can touch the world. You don't actually have to be just in a city and you don't have to drive to a certain state 
to get your music out the way up and do it for you. Mm-hmm. It, it became a platform to actually allow you to touch global. And then uh, mm-hmm. you definitely have to, to try to adapt because the finance means it's not like you, when the, the streams come about, it's not like, okay, well, I'm making 5 or 7 or $10 off, even even a dollar off of a song no more, you, you know, as far as the, the stream goes, unless you have so many. So you definitely have to mm-hmm. adapt to to, to to that part of it and, and not going hand in hand looking at that kind of situation. So now you just gotta kinda of stay on the road to do shows and have your streaming numbers to help you support your duo shows because that's where you're gonna get your finances from or unless you got mm. uh other means of income like uh, you know, some endorsement deals or some licensing deals and things of that nature where people don't get to see because it's something they don't know really know about. But if you see that you can put a song on a video game or T V and a commercial or whatever and get that that's another way of income. So you just gotta find other means because not just the hand to hand sell the most where if you go sell uh a hundred thousand copies and you, you pretty much set. You sell a hundred thousand streams, you still barely barely made any kind of money. So you just gotta find other avenues yeah. to get sources of income. So it's definitely mm-hmm. a change. It definitely is a change. It definitely is a change. Well, I want to thank you for being on the show. Where can people reach you? Uh, every social media outlet, you can definitely reach me. You can reach me on Facebook. It's Dooley KP. That's D-O-O-L-E-Y. K as in Kite, P as in Paul. So you can find me on Instagram the same way as Dooley KP. My Twitter is the real Dooley KP. Uh, Spotify, you know, definitely follow me on Spotify, which is Dooley KP's. SoundCloud is Dooley KP229. So everything, you know, is just pretty much Dooley KP. Mm-hmm. When you think about the the industry and you think about the people that are coming up after you, what kind of advice do you give them that if they just don't do this, they just will not succeed? Uh, patience. Patience and, <laughs> you know, just believing in yourself because, like I said, nothing happens overnight. Everything, everybody just thinks it's an overnight success. You'll be an overnight celebrity you got to have patience. you got to be able to work hard. you got to believe in yourself. you got to be able to, to invest in yourself before somebody else do. So I would just tell anybody that's in front of me or any artist trying to break into this, this industry, you got to like, look, you've got to take dedication, you know, hard work, believing in yourself, not giving up, not getting frustrated, and just have patience and just be willing to stay, stay humble and ready to work. And when the opportunity comes, just be ready to take them. That's it. That's it. You have any shout outs today before we, we, you know, before we finish? I mean, I appreciate you being on the show, man. And and what you're doing is just just amazing. You're you're tackling so much. And congratulations on everything. Thank you, thank you. I just want to shout out you for letting me be on the show. You know, that's that's big and and, and more than ways than one. You know, that's huge. So I definitely want to give you a shout out and anybody, you know, all my fans out there, you know, everybody that support me. You know, Countryside Records, Bloomers Board Entertainment. And everybody else that's that's been rocking with me since the beginning of this journey. So I'm gonna give them a shout out. Uh, Dooley, thank you so much for being on the show. You made the show possible today. Thank you. Thank you. All right, then we'll talk soon. You keep that music coming, man. I will definitely, definitely. Thank you. All right, bye. all right, bye bye. Wow. So again, just like Dooley said, you know. There are certain things that you got to do, and then you have to be able to change with it all, you know. So how do we how do we get that going, and not be so critical on ourselves, and we have to, and not be so so busy that we're doing so many different things. I mean, you can't blame it on anything, except maybe you're just 
multitasking a little too much. I do believe that we need to be able to set a goal, keep the goal, don't be so critical on ourselves. Get that target audience going. You know, get in your mind, where do you want, how do you want, who do you want? These are the things that I'm thinking of when I think of getting this started. Again, being on Dream Chasers Radio is great, but if Dream Chasers Radio doesn't hit the target audience or we don't have the listenership, it's not going to work, guys. It just it, It's not going to work. And then saturating your field, saturating those people. How do you do that? You know, I recommend, and the biggest thing I recommend right now is podcasting. You have to podcast. Every business should have a podcast. Every business should have a podcast. Every business should have a podcast. I'm going to say it again. Every business should have a podcast. Why? Because people listen to podcasts while they're in their car, when they're walking through the grocery store. The podcasting uh, listenership is people, my majority of people that listen to podcasts bring in about $50,000 or more a year. So you're talking to people who are looking for that next level, looking for the, the, the one thing that they're missing out of their lives. They're listening to podcasts that are targeted to the specific thing that they are interested in. What are you interested in? Are you interested in making your own panties? Then have a podcast about it. I like to make underwear, and this is why I like to make underwear. And so we're going to go ahead and have our own underwear line. Voila! Why not? Why the freak not? You know, I, I would like to get some really nice, comfortable underwear. I mean, who makes the underwear around here? You know what I mean? So, I mean, think, I mean, think about it. Women love underwear. That's how Victoria's Secret made it so big. And it's a guy. It was Victoria's Secret was started by a guy because I guess he just liked underwear. <laughs> We're not going to get into that. But anyway, so what I'm saying is get a podcast that's geared towards your listeners, geared towards the people that you want to purchase your items. Get that podcast going. You're going to need it. Gary Vaynerchuk is so popular. Lisa Nichols is so popular. Uh, Tony Robbins is so popular. Do you know they all have their own podcast? Do you know that the news stations have their own podcast? Do you know that the news stations have their own uh, live stream on YouTube and on Facebook and on uh, Twitter? Do you know all these things? Goodness gracious, I understand we're only one person. However, we can dominate one or two things, get things built up, get enough capital to come in, and then hire out. Hey, there's all kinds of ways to hire out nowadays. So reinventing and and kind of getting that restart or building on the foundation that you've built for so long, okay, is, is going to be something that you, you're going to have to go at little by little. You're not going to have this instant gratification, guys. It's not going to be like, oh, five days later. No, you're looking at time, and time well spent. I'm going to let you know that the 12 years that I was broadcasting on Dream Chasers Radio, it's only been the last two years that I've really, really focused on it. I'm not going to lie to you. It's been two, two and a half years, maybe three years now. And, yeah, about three years. 
that I've really been focusing on it, really been growing it, really been taking it seriously, and now is when I'm looking into growing it even further. You know, it's not going to be an easy task at all. I'm not looking at instant gratification, obviously, because I've been doing this for 12 years. So, But what I'm saying is it doesn't have to take you 12 years. It took me, I'm going to say, from the time that I got serious to now, two and a half years. So two and a half years, I've been doing this podcast seriously, and that's where you see the growth. This is why it's growing. It's not growing because of all the other years. It's growing because of the last two and a half. So I'm not looking for instant gratification. I think it took that long to even figure out that Dream Chasers Radio could be this big. And so we have a corporation now called Red Hot Reality Entertainment, and it's an LLC, and Dream Chasers Radio is under that LLC. And now we have a bank account, and we have everything set up. I have an EIN number. I have everything set up perfectly for this to grow. And it took me that long to figure out that this could do that. But that's okay. Guys, I'm telling you this because I want to let you know that it doesn't really have to be a bad beginning, but it could be a restart because I think I'm restarting. I think I started and I kind of went ahead and then just kind of let it do what it does and just kind of take it for granted possibly. But now it's like, oh, my gosh. This could be the one thing that I do besides performing and singing that could actually carry and be bigger than what I thought it could be. So if you got any ideas of what I should do for this station, let me know. You know, go ahead and comment. We have uh, Facebook. We have YouTube, we have all that stuff. Go ahead and comment on this page and let us know what you think. Dooley, his information is here. All you have to do is copy and paste that into your browser and uh, go and find him. Amazing talent. If you haven't heard his music, go ahead and go to YouTube. That's Dooley, K-P, D-O-O-L-E-Y, K-P. And I'm going to go ahead and move forward. And the next thing that we're talking about is be consistent. Consistent. Oh my gosh. Being consistent was the reason that Dream Chasers Radio did not succeed the what 12 years, right? So we're talking nine and nine, eight and a half years. Consistency was out the door, y'all. <laughs> I'm I'm on here almost every day. Consistently at least twice a week. So, you know, and, and some of the episodes are seriously long and maybe because I love to interview people and if you love to kind of stop you can stop at just different points in and and kind of pick up from where you you know you ended up last time so my episodes can be one hour some of them can be 15 minutes long some of them are two hours long and it's because I have such wonderful guests here that I just I I don't see myself stopping and actually having a short show. But what I do from time to time is I grab some shows, I cut them up, and I put them up. You know, we have the Roku station. I'm getting ready to go ahead and build the app for the Amazon station uh, for the Fire Stick. So that's going to be going up in about a month or so. Um, we are building a lot of different things here at Dream Chasers Radio, and I'm just excited about it all. When we think about going back 
rebuilding, restarting, or building on a foundation that we already have, it it's it's a true thing. It's like you feel happy in a in a new kind of sort of way. And so getting back to all of the things that we want to do, all the things that we thought we could do with the business that we started, it's just it's just something that we have to think about when it comes to starting all over again. We have to solve the problem. Obviously, if we're starting and we're not kind of building on the things that we we first of all wanted to build on, it can be a little bit challenging and discouraging to try and move forward. But don't be discouraged. Don't just just pick yourself up. Dust yourself off. You could do this. You know, you could do this. And, and and make sure that there's a few questions that we need to ask ourselves. So make sure that we're sending the right information out. You know, what was it that we were doing before that didn't work? Were we correct in what we were doing? Were we sending mixed messages? Were we sending the wrong message? Um, We really do have to look into that, have to look into why it didn't succeed or why we're not moving forward. So these are the things we have to question ourselves. And, you know, where is the need? Where, because that's going to be your target audience. So where do people need you? You know, with me, I needed in promotion and marketing. Um, I'm needed in radio. I'm needed in entertainment. I'm needed in uh, motivation, inspiration. These are things and these are places that I can actually send my stuff out to and be featured on um, and, and also move forward in. These are these are people that need me to inspire them or need you to be on the show to inspire them, to show them that, yes, you can do this. Yes, it is possible. Yes, you can accomplish your goals. And so, I mean, we have to do this. We have to do this. Did you Did you create this thing for your customers or did you create it for you? This is a big thing because if you've created it for yourself, then – who are you reaching but yourself? That's a big question. So I want you to answer that question by saying, hey, yeah, okay, I did do this for me because this is what I love to do, but it is for the customers. It's for the people who need to listen. It's for this. It's for that. It's to fill this. It's to fill that. You have to get a grasp on exactly what it is that you're trying to do so that way when you move forward, you can move forward with certainty and accomplish your goals. Um, I I can't say enough how sometimes we just, we miss the mark. We miss the mark. We don't get it. We don't get it. And even though we want to get it, we still don't get it. And and I'm, I'm talking about myself as much as I'm talking about anyone else who knows what I'm talking about. Okay. And, and sometimes we can be, again, we could be sending it out to the wrong people. When you send your stuff out to the people, how many people are really grabbing a hold of it and moving forward? 
that's going to be a big one. Because think about it. If you have a podcast like me, my conversion rate right now is at 70-something. Where people, 70% of the people listen to the entire thing and the rest drop out. And so I feel like if 70% of the people listen to everything, and I believe there is a, there is a chart here that tells me, and I'm, gonna, I'm going through this because I want you to, to hear and to understand why I still do Dream Chasers Radio. So I have 35,000 people listening at the moment, which is amazing. And this will go out tomorrow. This, this actual uh, interview or a piece of this interview will go out tomorrow to 97.5 FM where we will have over 300,000 listeners, hopefully. And then it will go out to all the Internet by the time I hang up, the, hang up from the station today and I send the inf- information out and the RSS feed will just shoot it out. And 3 million people by the end of the month will have listened to this radio episode. Uh, the downloads, sometimes they're in the thousands and sometimes they're not. Where am I reaching and, and where am I going wrong? Well, I don't think I'm going wrong, only because I'm, I got 73% of the people that listen to the entire episode in the United States. I have Canadians. I have Germans. I have United Kingdom. I have pretty much uh, China, Austri- Australia, um, Russia. I have a, a, I have like one percent of Russian, one percent of Russia that listens to it, which is great. So that just means that one percent of Russia. I mean, I don't know how many people live in Russia, but if you got one percent of Russia, you got good. Yes, you got good. So I'm looking at this and I'm going, wow, there's so many people listening to it, so many downloads and so many streams, and and the stats are amazing. I'm just, I'm, I'm loving. Everything I have Apple Podcasts. I have the, the I don't know what L A L A F L A V F is, but I have a lot of people there. Um, just looking at this Chrome, Windows Media players. Um, so a lot of people are listening to these things, and there's some unknowns. Uh, I, I, it is what it is. I am excited about it. And with the listenership being the way it is, I have no problems with it. But I want to let you know that it took it took some time to actually sit. And I want more listeners. I really do want more listeners. I get about 3.5 million per month that listen, but they don't all listen. 70 to 72%, I think it said, listen all the way through. But then you have that 30 to 28% that don't. Why? Where am I going wrong for the 28 to 28%? Maybe the episodes are too long, and maybe they listen to a little bit of it, and then they drop off. So I do have a drop-off rate, and I don't think that I'm doing anything wrong because of the 70%, but I really want to get more of a percentage going. So what 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 do we do? We have to look at that drop-off rate and look at it critically and say, why are those people dropping out? What am I doing and what I'm not what am I not doing to keep them here? And that's where we need to, you know, kind of look at things and convert things and make sure that we are doing what we need to do. Do we have the right competing services? Are our prices too high or too low? Do people take us seriously? Um 
do we talk to our clients? Do we communicate? Do we put out different things? I mean, we really need to think about all the things that we're doing as an entrepreneur to get our business up and running. It's a lot. It's a lot. And if you don't want to do the work or if you didn't expect it to be a lot of work, then either you're going to do it or you're not going to do it. Unfortunately, there are many people out there that they take up something and they and they go for it and they just don't finish. Now, I'm actually starting to write PDFs because I really want to go ahead and finish my book. I figured that a PDF that comes out periodically for free on my website, and so that all you have to do is go to yayadiamond.com and go to my store, and you'll see the free PDF. It's only going to be one at a time, and then the remaining ones will be 99 cents. So you can get that, and I'm going to go ahead and start an Amazon. I already have an Amazon account, so I have an Amazon account with bestseller lists and all my stuff, my suggested readings and all that. And if you guys want anything on there that you don't see on there, um, and that that's you know, you can always ask me and I'll put it up on the Amazon account. However, you know, there's different things like I want to be a writer, but I need to, you know, I do blog posts, I do press releases, I do all kinds of things like that, but a book, I love like sci-fi books and things like that, and I want to do that. So what am I starting with? I'm starting with PDFs, smaller books. Get me accustomed to writing and things like that. Sometimes you have to start small to get bigger. So with these things like how to start a bad beginning or how to build on the foundation that you've built, we all have some things that we need to do. And I am just excited in the fact that we have so many wonderful guests that can definitely, definitely contest and also uh, just reiterate that believing in yourself and putting yourself in that position um, it's going to be the best thing that you could do for yourself. I am excited. <laughs> I can't. I can't explain enough how excited I am. But mostly, I am pleased with myself. Pretty much pleased with myself. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and put Gary Vee on advice others won't tell you. I couldn't get any entry-level job in my own company because I couldn't pass the written test or the math test for the two disciplines. I couldn't. I own the whole fucking thing, and the straight facts are I could not work for my own company in an entry-level job. Were you always successful? In everything but school. Didn't do well in school. Poor. Terrible, actually. Um, Punted it. And this is where I give my parents enormous credit. Education is the way out for immigrants. Sure is. My mom recognized that I was a merchant, an entrepreneur. And then when I got D's and F's, she punished me. Even though she knew I didn't need school in her heart, she made me know that there was accountability for things. The biggest problem right now is insecurity. Everybody's actions are to get shit to close their insecurity. You have so much time and everybody's in such a rush. They're in a rush because they want to prove something to somebody. Money is not the variable of happiness. To me, life is broken down into complaining and not. So if you're not complaining, 
Well, then I have no, I have no advice for you. I'm, I'm pumped. Like, you did it. I just don't understand people dwelling and complaining. Like, listen, I really, really, really would have enjoyed being the quarterback of the New York Jets. But by fourth grade, I looked around, I'm like, fuck, I'm not going to be the quarterback of the Jets. <laughs> and so I said, you know what? Instead of being the quarterback of the Jets, I'm going to buy the Jets. There's so many people that are talking shit about how big of an entrepreneur they're going to be and how much they're going to achieve, and they don't work on weekends. The reason I do a daily blog on YouTube is don't listen to what I'm saying. Watch what I'm doing. I want to make patience and empathy and gratitude and eating fucking dog shit for 15 years cool. Mm. Period. Because that's the only way they're going to get it. Right. You know, I worked every Saturday of my 20s. Like, I don't sit in my couch and say, I'm going to be a millionaire and then, like, jerk off while I'm playing Madden all day. Like, people want all these special things to happen, but then they're acting like everybody else. And that gets into the Saturdays on in your 20s. Like, or, or just, like, taking risks or things of that nature. Like, this shit's fucking binary. Either you do the shit that gets you there or you don't. And everybody's focused on the finish line, not the treadmill work and the fucking like, the fucking egg like Rocky fucking Balboa. They don't want to do that shit. So what should we do, Gary Vee? People should fucking stop complaining. Right. People good, should figure out who the fuck they are. You got to figure out how to try shit. Like, that's the only, like, like, you just never know what your favorite food was until you try it. If you only had chicken, you might have not known that hot dogs were the best. So that's what I love about the internet. These kids have so much option to like watch shit on YouTube and to like, my only answer to Nate or anybody like is just like, try shit. The reason most people who are listening right now are not doing that thing is they're worried about the opinion of somebody, usually their mother, usually their father. And the reality is, is that your spouse may be the person holding you back and you have to have that conversation. Do you feel like you judge yourself? I don't. And it's what I want for everybody else. We're beating ourselves up. Like everybody sucks at something, right? Like we all have shortcomings and we all have strengths. And for me, it's like, why don't we just audit that? You have to love hard. You have to love eating shit. You have to love people leaving comments saying you suck. You have to love the process. Figure out what your fucking thing is and stop making fucking bullshit excuses. Who the president is, your mom did this, like, like I missed it, I had that idea for Uber. Then why didn't you fucking do it, dick? People decide no before they try. You just decided no because the system tells you no. You've been pound, you've been sold no. If you're lucky enough right now to be listening and you're good at what you like, become tunnel fucking vision. Because there's way too many voices telling you what and how. I want the pain, I want the process, I have the patience. I don't care when I have setbacks. I know that I'm asking for something special and if you're asking for something special, it should be hard. Everybody's saying no. I just say yes. And then if it's a no, I don't give a fuck. You're gonna judge me that I lost? I don't give a fuck what you think. And that's why I get so into that. Because then, then you're not scared to try shit. Because when you don't give a fuck what anybody says about you failing, you love failing. I love music. Own your shortcomings, own your strengths, surround yourself with the other shit, and stuff starts to pop. Thank you for having me. He's right. He's totally right. We need to own it.
We need to step up and own it. We need to do it. We need to not criticize ourselves. Um, We need to not accuse other people of why it's not working or make excuses and procrastinate and things like that. We need to go ahead and do the daggone thing. You know, I I love Gary Vee. I absolutely love him. I think that Gary Vee has something that a lot of people don't realize, and that is tenacity. Tenacity. You know, we all have something that we have to do in life, and if we don't do it, we're we're not gonna get we're not gonna get where we need to go, guys. We're not gonna be where we want to be. We're we're don't we gotta move forward. I'm gonna take this moment to um, just go ahead and put on our sponsor today. I want to thank our sponsor for taking care of us for the for this week and also for the next week. Here it is. Visit our exciting adventure club at www.duckymaze.com. Pinky and Todd will be waiting there for you with their entertaining adventures, as well as their home and garden merchandises for you to view. Enjoy our amazing home and garden website at www.duckymaze.com. Hello, hello, hello. Um, um, you know what? I am, this is amazing to me. Amazing that we are doing what we're doing and succeeding and moving forward and everything. I, it's just, I'm loving this. I'm loving this. So what else do we have to do to, you know, get our beginning back off the ground, to get our business back on the ground? Do we need consultant? Do we need to, what do we, exactly what we need to do? What didn't we do that didn't work that now we need to do it? We need to get people excited. Get them excited about this. You know, I know that you are excited, but we need to get people excited about this, about whatever it is that you want to put out there. So we need a press release. We need some kind of an, uh, you know, uh, a month and a half, two months of just getting people excited about the, the just the, everything. Uh, go on a podcast. Be the one that's being interviewed on the podca- a podcast. You know, go and, and find a podcast and be on the podcast. There's so many podcasts out there. I'm sure, I'm sure, sure, sure that you can be on a bunch of podcasts. Because getting people excited about your show or your or your product line, or your new music, or, I mean, whatever the case may be. I mean, your product, your service, whatever it is, you need to get people involved. Otherwise, you don't have any clients, no customers. No clients, no customers. And so what do you do? You know, I am 
I am guilty. Because when I started this, I didn't do any of that. I didn't do any of that. Lately, I've been on a couple of podcasts here and there. I haven't really been on a lot of podcasts. But, but I think I might change that. I think I might change that. I think that's going to change. And so, you know, being on a podcast, taking the time out, it's going to be a little difficult because I am the one that's running this podcast and I have to do interviews on other podcasts. But that's okay because I'm going to go ahead and do it. Because I, I want to live by example. I think that's my entire thing is I don't want people to know that, and I think I was ashamed. Oops. <laughs> I think I was ashamed. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come real, real with you guys. I think I was ashamed because I didn't want people to know that I am the only person doing this now. It's just a one-woman show. Should I be ashamed of running a one-woman show? Or should I be happy and proud that this one woman show is doing dag on good? Should I say it? Damn well. Hey! <laughs> I mean, in all in all, I think that, you know, I can only do one thing at a time. And I think we all should take it one thing at a time. Multitasking is overrated because you never really finish anything. It's like you start things and you start things and you start things and it's like they linger. So what do we do? What do we do? We have to focus. We have to put it together and ensure that people know that it's real. And, okay, the biggest thing I think that we, we over, over-exaggerate our goals. We have big goals. Yes, yes, yes. The goals can be big, they can be enormous, they can be gigantic, they can be unrealistically ridiculous. However, the short-term goals, the little tiny ones within the big one, that one has to be really realistic. You got to think about it. So how do we do all these things? I'm going to have my free PDF that's going to come out with advice on how to start, restart, or build on the foundation that you have. It's going to be coming soon, so give me time to write that, and I'll get that out because I only do this these PDFs from time to time, and I kind of choose which ones I want to do, um, and then I built it, and I give it out for free. The last one will be 99 cents, so you guys can purchase that on my website. That's yayadiamond.com. I am going to start with my YouTube. Uh, my husband has a YouTube. His YouTube is My Karate Dojo. It's all one word, and he has almost a 1,000 subscribers on there, and I didn't even know it until I went on there the other day. I'm like, ah, my daughter says, Dad's almost got a 1,000 people. I'm like, what? I'm like, so I start putting videos up here because people obviously want to see his videos. So what I'm saying is, and, and you know, he didn't even, like, make it for anybody else. He just put it up there because it's his, it's his passion. So do your passion. Do your passion. Fulfill your goals little by little, one at a time. No more multitasking. No more multitasking. Do things purposefully, one thing at a time. Complete it and go on to the next thing. And then when that thing is up and running and you kind of got it where the foundation is done, it's all done, all you have to do is kind of go back from time to time and update it. Perfect. I need you to do that. 
I thank you guys so much for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio in Northport, Florida. I thank you for tuning in on the Roku Station. I thank you for tuning in on every place. The Roku Station is getting ready to put up their Reverb Nation winners. And so on our Roku uh, Indie Music Station, there will be the new Roku uh, Reverb Nation winners for Yaya Diamond Dream Chasers Radio. I'm excited about that because I found some wonderful music. I mean, thousands and thousands of people have subscribed and also submitted their video to Dream Chasers Radio, and I could only choose – I could only choose 10. I chose 14, and I had to stop because I was only supposed to choose 10. You know, there are so many different wonderful musicians out there with great content. I, I mean, I feel bad. I mean – out of all the people that I look at, and I kind of look at not all of those people because I can't watch 2,000 music videos, okay? It, it just doesn't give me that much time. But when I do run the, the competitions and stuff like that, I mean, tell you the truth, this is amazing talent. And too bad that the music industry is totally different than what it was before, but we're going to have to kind of renegotiate our ways of doing things and, and set up a different premise on the way we conduct our business. And that's all. And that's all. You guys, I got my next guest on the line. Thank you so much for being a guest on Dream Chasers Radio. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. This is Dr. Miami. My name is Michael. I'm a plastic surgeon, and I make people feel better about their bodies. <laughs> I love you. I mean, Dr. Miami, I'm going to go back. Why Dr. Miami? Why Dr. Miami? I mean, uh, I'm in mm-hmm. Miami. And I'm a doctor. And, uh, you know, my name is hard, long and hard to pronounce, and it just stuck. It just stuck. On about 10 years ago, people just started calling me that. And I went with it. Wow. Why not? <laughs> wow. So tell me, uh, why a plastic surgeon? I mean, why not like a, a surgeon? Why not, um, you know, this reg- – I mean, you don't you I have you, to go through the I, same school, or is it different? It's the same – no, it's the same school. In fact, to become a plastic surgeon, you have to go through medical school, general surgery, trauma surgery, cardiac surgery, all the other kinds of surgery first. And then at the end of your surgery training, then you get to specialize in plastic surgery. Um, and that's an additional two or three years more. So it's a long road of, of education and training. But, you know, I fell in love with plastic surgery when I was about 19 years old. Um, my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, she got into a car accident. She had a scar on her chin that bothered her a lot. It didn't bother me at mm-hmm. all. In fact, I was happy about it because I was like, less guys going to look at her. I can lock her up. I can <laughs> wife her up. And <laughs> I'm done. But she, but she it really bothered her. So, so she took me into Manhattan to a, a, some kind of fancy plastic surgeon's office, and she went into the consultation, and on his waiting room desk was what looked like a wedding album of pictures. Remember, this is before the internet. This is you know, before digital photography, mm-hmm. so pictures were real pictures. And I, I'm flipping through the, the – the, I'm in the waiting room. I'm flipping through the, the, the book, and it's a book of before and after pictures, and it just blew my mind. It was like, where would the nose go, and how would the breast get there, and – Wow, it's like a different person. Can this be the same person? I went back and forth looking for freckles and to see if it was like some kind of a scam or something. But I was like, man, this is so cool. So then when, when she came out, I, I said, this is magic. What do you do? He said, well, you know, I'm a plastic surgeon. And, yeah, and that, that inspired me. And from that day on until now, that's, you know, we're talking 30 years, I've, I've done nothing but pursue and, uh, you know, the goal of being a plastic surgeon. And, and I love it. So. Um, yeah, it's it's moments like that that can inspire a lifetime of a, a career, you know. So that's it. Wow, that, that's the story. Yeah, and we're married now, <laughs> almost twenty five years. Yeah. <laughs> what? That is that is yeah. great. That is great. Now, okay, so yeah. now you're 
a celebrity. This is different because you became a, a plastic surgeon. When you began, yeah. That, so when you okay, you so came out of school. I, so I, I had no tell me about that. becoming a celebrity or getting on. I didn't know social <laughs> media existed. You know, when I went to practice, I was just down here in Miami doing my thing. And you know, Miami is a very sexy city. It's a bikini mm-hmm. weather all year round. Um, and my practice, which originally started out doing a lot of facelifts, eventually became more and more focused on younger and younger patients. And 95% of my patients are women. And it's like breast augmentations, tummy tucks, and then Brazilian butt lifts, which is one of those operations that I was fortunate enough to be one of the early uh, you know, adopters of it. And it just mm. blew up. And so as more and more people wanted the Brazilian butt lifts, you know, they were, they were coming to Miami. And there was like originally two or three guys in Miami. I was one of them that did it. Now there's like 50, but it was, it became a Mecca for that. And then once social media, um, you know, took off and people could see before and after pictures for themselves daily, um, that's when it really exploded. Um, and then at some point my Instagram account got deleted. I had, uh, I was kind of sad moping around and my daughter said, why don't you try Snapchat? And that was just when the story feature started on Snapchat. And so the mm-hmm. next day I started snapping my surgeries with patient permission, of course, and it, it blew up. Within a few months, we had a million people watching every day um, all around the world. And that's really – and then and the TV show and, you know, et cetera, and, the, you know, music and <laughs> whatever. I, it, so this whole celebrity, uh, you know, social media famous stuff came late in life. You know, I was already in my 40s. Um, which I think is probably the best time to get famous because it doesn't mess with your head as much, you know? Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, the practices blew up. I'm I'm super busy and super happy. And uh, my kids are, you know, I got five kids. My oldest is 20, the youngest is 11. So I'm just a dad with this, like, secret, you know, plastic surgeon Instagram life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was, I was, when I got the, when I got the news that you would be on the show, I was so excited because, you know, a lot of people tell me that, you know, you should get plastic surgery when you get older. I mean, it, what do you think about that? It, it I depends. mean, some people, it depends. It, it, you, doesn't it depend? You don't have to do anything. Nothing, nothing I do, nobody needs anything I do. It's do you want it? Do you think it'll make you happy? And for a mm-hmm. lot of people, it makes them happy. Some people can never be made happy. You know, like plastic surgery is not going to answer all your problems. You know, you still have mortgage, mm-hmm. you still got to deal with that guy, you still got to do all, you still got to get dressed in the morning, go to work. It still right. doesn't solve all your problems. But, you know, for a lot of people, they have very specific, specific complaints. Like, for example, oh, this woman has babies and her stomach is stretched out and, you know, and she can't fit into the clothes she used to fit into and she just hates seeing herself in the mirror because there's extra skin, et cetera. There's no exercise or, or, or machine in the gym that's going to get rid of that. Surgery for that person is the only solution. Or just learn to love mm-hmm. it and live with it. Or if your ears stick mm-hmm. out too far, you don't like your nose, or you know, or some minor things that you want to tweak. Or if your breasts are too big, which is a problem for a lot of women, you know, and that mm-hmm. that, that's, that hurts your back and it just interferes with your ability to just get on with your day. Um, you know, you do a lift or a reduction. I mean, those are specific complaints. I would never say you you have to have plastic surgery or like you can't be happy without plastic surgery. That's ridiculous, you know. But for specific mm-hmm. problems, it mm-hmm. works. Yeah, mm-hmm. and of course, you know, the Brazilian you know, butt lift is a fantastic operation. <laughs> <You know? laughs> when it's done right, you know, it's like I mean, yeah. it, it can really t- change a person's shape like dramatically. You know, we, the operation 
takes the fat from the areas of the body you don't want it, right? Like your love handles, your tummy, your arms, wherever you don't like your fat. And it puts it in the place you do. So you get like a two for one. You get your waist smaller and you go from being like square to being more curvy. And, uh, mm. you know, that's, you know, I find that very attractive. So I, a lot of people do too. So you just, everything, everything you wear just looks better, just fits better. So it's pretty cool. Mm. I was born with a Brazilian yeah. butt lift. <laughs> <laughs> You know, my wife too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't need one. Perfect girl. You know, it's like yeah, I, I picked that? the perfect. I picked mm-hmm. the perfect spouse and the perfect career for something that I love. There you, you go. Know? Wow, there you go. And you know, and, and and like you said, you don't have to. Do you ever get people? Do you ever get the client that does too much? Of course, yeah. We we turn away a lot of people. I would say fifteen percent of the people that come into my office, we turn away. We just say. Plastic surgery is not for you, or it is not the right time. You know, we I, we we're pretty good at like, um, you know, figuring out people's motivations and making sure that they're fit for the operation, both physically, mm-hmm. you know, health wise, and also psychologically, because mm-hmm. you know, plastic surgery and plastic surgeons are in the happiness business. You know, we're in the ha- we can't make mm-hmm. you happy. It doesn't make sense. There's no, you know what I mean? It, it doesn't make sense yeah. for either of us to go through with surgery, and surgery has risk. You know. Um, and yeah. I don't know if you know this, but the Brazilian butt lift is one of the most dangerous operations you can do, um, as far as elective mm. operations. So, if, if, if it's, it's if you don't have the right instruments and the right training, it's it, it's unfortunately not difficult to accidentally inject fat in the wrong place and someone can die. Um, and so, yeah. So so you know one of the things that that um, one of the reasons I even I'm, I'm out there speaking to radio stations and things like that is to educate people about the safety of the Brazilian butt lift, what kind of questions to ask, who to look for um, when you're picking a surgeon and that sort of thing. I think the demand for the operation is going to outstrip the supply of of well, good surgeons let's talk about that safely. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about so, that. Then. So, so what what are the reasons and the questions that need to be asked? Okay, so okay, so the, the problem is that like butt lifting in general is. It's very confusing for the public because are we talking about butt shots? Are we talking about implants? Are we talking about fat transfer? Those are three separate things. The butt shots you should really never get. They more 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 times than not, it's people doing illegal stuff, injecting illegal substances that you don't know that have who knows what kind of long term consequences. Um, and mm. those are the kind of things you see in the news. You know, disasters you'll see on Instagram where the butt looks like it's Ne- you know, necrosing, dying, and crazy flushing mm. and stuff. So that's a butt shot. Yeah. That's separate, and that everybody should stay away from that. The second is butt implants, which are okay, but they have a fairly high complication rate, like a thirty percent complication rate, meaning you probably have to get them taken out or they get infected. They're like breast implants, but for your butt. The only problem is you never sit on your breasts, but you sit on your butt and you run with your butt, and you know, so they're they're more likely to dislodge or look funny or whatever than breast implants. Um, but they're they're not going to kill you necessarily. Now the fat transfer is that that's the Brazilian butt lift. That's where you take fat from the areas of the body you don't want it and put it in the butt. Now when I say butt, I mean under the skin in the gluteal area, right? Um, now if you inject the fat too deep, if you inject it into the muscle or into one of the veins that are under the muscle, the fat can transfer mm-hmm. can can travel through the bloodstream and end up in the heart or lungs, and that's what causes the catastrophes. Um, so it's very important that your surgeon knows what he's doing, doesn't inject too deep, and does not use cannulas. Those are the tubes that you use to inject the fat with that aren't sharp. They have to be dull 
so they're not going to pierce a vein or a blood vessel. For years, mm. many surgeons advocated injecting fat into the muscle. Turns out that was a big mistake, and, and so we're trying to like re-educate surgeons that were in the habit of injecting into the muscle and educate the public to ask the question when they go meet their surgeon, where do you inject the fat? Is it into the muscle or is it on top of the muscle? It should only be on top of the muscle. If a surgeon says mm-hmm. he injects into the muscle, you just, just walk out because if he injects into the muscle, the risk of killing you could be as high as 1 in 3,000, which is not the kind of odds mm. you want to put your life no. into, right? Yeah. Mm. So, so, yeah, so, that's, so, so there's an organization that's called the World Association of Gluteal Surgeons. It's about 150 surgeons in 30-some-odd countries that have like committed and banded together and committed to doing this safely. Now, it's a, it's a drop in the bucket because there's probably you know, two, 3,000 surgeons or maybe more out there that do this operation. We're trying to get everybody um, safe. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a long answer, but, I, but it's important because it will save no. lives. In Miami alone, oh, there's been almost 15 deaths. 15 deaths in Miami in the last you know, eight or nine years. That's a lot. You know, it's too many. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I didn't know. I know, right? I had no yeah, idea. Yeah, scary. Yeah. It well, is. It's very scary. I mean, just Google Google Brazilian butt lift and death, and you will see the, you'll see the statistics. They're, they're, mm. they're pretty scary. Yeah. No, I mean, thank God. In my practice, no one's ever died, you know. Um, we're, right. I'm super paranoid and, and, and like, meticulous with safety because, you know, and, and that's just – it's not just how you do the surgery. It's also who you operate on, you know. Um, you, we all know the story about – you know, Kanye West's mom, you know, tragically died yeah. from a heart problem that, you know, her original surgeons refused to operate on her because they knew she had a heart problem. But if you shop around enough, you'll find somebody that will take your money and do it. Or if you, mm. or if you pretend like you're healthy, which I think is probably what happened is she just, you know, tried to hide her medical problems. Um, but plastic surgery is serious. You know, it should not be taken lightly. Wow. Right? That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. See, I, yeah. I have this. I have this saying, you know, and and excuse yeah. me, Doctor Miami, because I am a little silly. Uh, I don't do elective surgeries. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. That's so You're not alone. You're not alone. You're yeah. not alone at all. And let me tell you, like I said before, Mm-mm. plastic surgery is not for everybody. But right. If you but if you thought about it and you want to do it, do your homework, do your research. Make sure exactly. you're in tip-top shape, you know, on the mm-hmm. inside, you know, and physically as well, you know, mentally and physically because, you know, it, it, it can help you, but you got to, you know, it's, it's a team effort. It's not a miracle. It's not magic. Right. You, know, you walk in, like going to a salon and walk out 10 minutes later looking fabulous, you know. There's Oops. risk. There's recovery. There's bruising. There's swelling. It's, it's, it's mm. you know, if you watch my Snapchat, you'll see it all. You'll see wow. all the gory details. Yeah. Well, and you know what? I want to thank you for coming on the show and telling people about Brazilian butt lifts. We're going to go ahead and isolate this interview and put it out a little bit further out than where it's going to go, uh, so that way I want a lot ask, more people I want to can ask be reached. I Uh-oh. appreciate that. Can I ask you a question before before we end the interview? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Who, who, who's your favorite new artist right now? <laughs> who do you listen to? Um, who, what what, we, what do you listen to on the way to the studio? What's your favorite song right now? Okay, so I'm a performer. <laughs> so that's the wrong question to ask me because I don't listen no, to the radio. No, it's not a wrong question. It's not I a wrong write. question. You gotta listen. Well, you gotta listen to somebody. I, you I you only to listen to your own music. music. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Really? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that is so freaky. Wow. I'm gonna tell you why. 
you know like, why? You like stay and in your own lane. You like make your own lane and I, stay in it. <laughs> I stay in my own lane and I make it, and that's that's just the way. It, but you know why? I'm gonna tell you why because I I learned early on that when yeah. people talk to me, I memorize your entire thing. I can memorize it by listening to it one time. So if I hear a song oh. one time and then I go and write, I'm actually Oh, I, I, I it will like it will like pollinate and like it will pollinate. It could pollinate yeah. your work because you'll put that it's into terrible. it. It's terrible. Oh, that's yes, interesting. Yeah, it's terrible. I can't do it. So that's it's like a person that has a, a visual uh, photographic memory. I have yeah, yeah, a, yeah. A, I have a memory where I remember I get everything I people get tell me. It's like when you look at the sun and then you look away, you still see it. <laughs> you still see yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> and so that's why I music. that's why I can't so. do it. I can't do it. Okay. I can't. It's so I'm, bad. I'm just, I'm just always so. looking. I'm always looking for. I'm. I'm only. I, I, I like to listen to music in the operating room, and I like to listen mm-hmm. to new music. I just like to. I just like to stay current and know what's going on, and just kind of like. Catch oh well, things. then you gotta listen to. I, my, I, you gotta listen to my band. I man. will. You gotta listen to my band. I will. <laughs> it's Reverend to. Barry and the Funk. So Reverend Barry and the Reverend Funk, Barry and we're actually funk. gonna. Reverend Barry and the Funk. We're actually coming to Miami. Um, to the Funky Biscuit. You know what a funky biscuit is? That's no, in Boca. I have not been. I've not been to the funky biscuit in Boca, but it sounds, it sounds like a fun place. The funky it biscuit. Is a cool. Definitely. Okay, so we have, and that that schedule. I'm gonna give it to you right now because I want to make sure that if you do, if you do want to come out, you're gonna if have I to come out. If I can make it, I'll make it. I don't, I don't know what well, the the time, evening, but Of course yeah. you can make it. It's, it's on the weekend. It's on the weekend. You <laughs> got, you you gotta I make got it. Five kids. <laughs> I got, well, I got five kids and basketball games. And all that. You know, my life no, no, is, no. Is, uh, is a circus. No, you're going to okay. have to make it. If I can make it. It's the 29th of November. You got plenty of time. You got the 29th of November. Plenty of time. That sounds like far enough out. That sounds like far enough out that I can punch it. Exactly. Send me the details. Exactly. I will. I will send you the details. Right. You get your ticket and you come out. And then you got to tell me. And you got and then we can meet. Because that's going to be amazing. I, 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 I really, really want to meet you. The the person right, I, cool. I was I got a full scholarship to, to to medical school and I was like nope I'm good. Don't wow, people yeah, up. you know it's a long road. You have to really. It is. It's like you love music, right? So I mean, you have to do what you love. You cannot. The the road is too long. You know what I mean? To do it if you don't if your heart's not completely set on it. You know. And right. That goes for music and medicine. You know what I mean? The road is so Definitely. long. Definitely. If your heart's not in it, it won't make it. Well, it's nice to meet no. you. It's really nice to talk with you. And Dr. Miami, thank you again so much. Where can people reach you? Oh, just the real Dr. Miami, just on all social media, Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and if you just Google Dr. Miami, it comes right up. Awesome. Thank you cool. again so much for being on the show. And I hope that you can make it to the show. It's it's going to be a great thing. We have a horn section and everything. You're going to love it. Oh, wow. You're going to love it. I You're going to love it. That's You're going to cool, have to yeah. come out. Get a babysitter. <laughs> you got plenty biscuit. of time. Cool. Get a babysitter. Get a, get a funky biscuit. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. Thank you so have much. Have a great night. Take care. You're welcome. All right. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Wow. Dr. Miami, he, I mean, sounds like a really cool dude. He didn't really want to be a plastic surgeon, like a celebrity plastic surgeon. He was just doing this thing, and it just kind of happened. So, again, how do you kind of just – you just go about doing your thing, have fun doing it, make sure you do it properly, put it all together, do one thing at a time. 
Don't put yourself down. I mean, all of this is going to be in that free PDF that I'm going to offer, and I'm also going to take this interview from Dr. Miami, separate it, and put it out as a warning video for the Brazilian butt lift. Make sure that people who have that consideration, they want to get it or they're looking into it or you're thinking about doing it, just make sure that you get that one question answered before you even walk in the door and write your name on a dotted line. I, I truly think that, that this is a warning to all the ladies and men who would like this performance and but just don't understand the complexities of it and the dangers of it. So, again, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to contact Dr. Miami. He does have his social media as The Real Dr. Miami, or you can get him on Facebook, on facebook.com forward slash The Real Dr. Miami. So thank you guys so much again for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio. It's been another, another wonderful, wonderful, wonderful show today. How to restart a bad beginning or how to build on the foundation that you've already built, you know, you've already started. We're going to have that, again, free PDF coming out soon. So before I get the free DP, the free PDF for this show, you have the last one, and you can get that until this one comes out. And then when that comes out, it'll be 99 cents. We'll have that up on Amazon, on Barnes and Nobles, and Kindle, and all that stuff for 99 cents. And you can get that free PDF uh, after that. Okay, so this one will be free. The last one will be for sale. I'm I'm excited about this because I'm actually moving forward in what I want to do and what I foresee myself doing in the future, which is giving information and doing more to give more. And that's what I'm doing. How about that? I thank you guys again so much for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio. I have been your host for the last 12, almost 12 years now, and it has been such a pleasure and such a pleasure to have so many people on the show and I have such a wonderful time and such wonderful guests. And I'm excited about the updates. So if you have any updates, let me know about them. Again, thank you again for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio. And I'm going to sign out because I have a lot of work to do. But don't ever, ever forget how special you are and how important you are to your family, to your friends, to yourself, to all of the people around you, and how much of an instrument you are. Be positive and always remember that there is no one like you. Always dare to be different. Until next time, which is going to be tomorrow at 1 o'clock. All right. Bye, guys. See you later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I